My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to introduce Jessica onto the show today. Jessica is an award-winning entrepreneur, and she's incredible at helping people with their personal branding. She's a personal branding expert. She is also launching her new book, I think this week when this is airing, uh, called Be a No Bullshit Guide to Increasing Your Self-Worth and Net Worth by Simply Being Yourself. And I literally cannot wait to read your book, to talk to you, Jessica. Thank you so much for your time and welcome. Thank you so much for having me, girl. I'm pumped to have this conversation with you. Yes. Um, Okay. So (laughs) I was avoiding saying your last name because I don't know how to pronounce it. Will you tell it to the audience so they can look you up? I just, (laughs) I'm so bad with names. Oh my gosh, Mimi, thank you. It's all good. It's I have a very unique last name, so I'm definitely no stranger to people not being able to pronounce it. It's pronounced Zweig. Zweig. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say yeah. Zweig, but yeah, okay, okay. Zweig. Close enough. Love it. <laughs> I've heard worse. <laughs> um, I want to hear about your story. Like, how did you get from where you were to where you are now? Like, how did you kind of go through life and and come up with, you know, your whole personal brand, writing a book, um, everything that you're doing here, being one of the top personal branding experts in the world? Like, what what's your story? I want to hear about that. Yeah, I mean it's definitely you know just recently I I it almost feels like I've, you know, gotten to a place where I could even call myself an expert and I mean I didn't call myself an expert, you know, Forbes <laughs> Forbes did and so I t- I took that one and I guess I I ran with that but it's it's kind of still an odd um you know thing to put on but but nonetheless I mean I've definitely been on a a journey for a while as an entrepreneur, as a young woman, it didn't always look like this. You know, my, my background, actually, I went to college for theater. I was an actress for five years out of college, sort of did that world and struggled, you know, in, in that, in that industry, trying to audition and make my way up through it. And then left acting in my late mid to late twenties and became an entrepreneur for the first time and didn't even really know what I was doing. I certainly was an entrepreneur before entrepreneurship was a sexy thing to do. And, this is, um, you know, now the now the world of of everyone wanting to be, a, I guess, an entrepreneur, find that industry to be really, really, um, you know, attractive. But nonetheless, I I was twenty six or seven when I started my first business. It was an online magazine for women, and it was called Cheeky Chicago, and it was, you know, this idea that I had to really just basically find a resource or create a resource, I should say, for women in the city about where to go, what to do, where to hang out, where to eat, drink, shop, meet people. And there was nothing like it in the city at the time. So I created it for myself, basically. And it blew up, for lack of a better word. We uh, ran that magazine. It was an online magazine for about seven years in Chicago. We captured over 100,000 local readers all organically. We worked with some of the biggest Fortune 500 brands as our sponsors and advertisers. And I really cut my teeth you know, this was 2008, right, to 2014. So it was really the dawn of social media. And I really cut my teeth on that space. And, 
my clients were these big brands who were also cutting their teeth on that space at the same time. And I really got to sit at the table literally with, with Nike and, you know, BMW, like figuring it out. And they wanted my advice and wanted to work with me because I had this audience. It was really an amazing journey. I also made a ton of mistakes. I was definitely a green entrepreneur, you know, didn't know how to lead, didn't know how to manage money, you know, was, was just operating from a lot of, I think, scarcity and ego and not realizing it at the time. But nonetheless, built this thing for seven years and then left. Went off on my own to start Simply Be Agency. And at the time, it was just me. And I launched this business not that is now a seven-figure you know, personal branding company with the premise of two tactics. All I did was send out an email to my network announcing I was leaving Cheeky to go start this next thing. And I put a Facebook post up about it. That was all I did. And within literally five business days, I had over $25,000 worth of client retainer work and a line out the door. And I, I didn't even get it. I was like, people don't even know what I do. People, people don't even know what services I can actually provide. They just know the story, I guess, of what I do based on this personal brand that I had built around myself as face and founder of what was a seemingly successful online platform for seven years. And that was my aha moment about the power of a personal brand and that I had one myself and I didn't even realize it. And so I decided to really pivot Simply Be to take a hard stance on filling the, the space of personal branding as a service. I took all of this you know, background and years I had had in working with these big brands to apply to people. And you know, Simply Be has taken off. The kind of rest is, is history to a degree. And I definitely do it differently than I think a lot of personal branding companies do because I'm very spiritual and I very much believe in the power of humanity and authenticity and vulnerability. And yet while those words are super overused and they're buzzwords, I I want to celebrate that they're buzzwords because if they were, that means everyone's doing it. And, and that's a wonderful thing. So we take this kind of edge of being a personal empowerment company or a personal growth company, in fact, disguised as a personal branding company because knowing your brand is so much more than not understanding how to build a website or show up on Instagram. It's knowing your value and it's knowing what makes you, you and being able to communicate that into the world in any way you need to. And that is a superpower that changes people's lives. So that's, that's my story in a nutshell. It's, it's a, it's a lengthy one, but um, I guess I'll, I guess I'll stop there. <laughs> wow. Beautifully said, honestly, what a, what a beautiful story. And I love how you've made your business about personal growth as well. Like, I don't know about, uh, about you and how much you've seen of my stuff, but I'm, I'm obsessed with all of that kind of stuff. And I think it's so important. Um, you know, it's so t- tied to creating your own business to, creating your brand as obviously you speak about. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's pretty essential for, for longevity when someone's trying to create a brand. So do the people that work with you just, you know, want to be entrepreneurs or, or who, who do you work with? Like who is your content for? Um, cause obviously if you're talking about personal growth stuff, it could be for everyone, but personal branding, um, for people, I guess that want to start their own thing or who can you benefit? 
Yeah. So wonderful question. So most of our clients are entrepreneurs, they're executives, they're CEOs, they're founders, they're solopreneurs, they're creatives. We're industry agnostic, meaning we work with like basically anyone from anywhere. So from technology to medical, to law, to real estate, to life coaching, to, um, you know, bloggers, to, you know, all of them, to be honest. But what's really Amazing. So they come to me to help them build their platforms, right? That's what we are technically, you know, doing for all of them. Brand messaging development, brand strategy, brand management. We're full service in that way. But what's really cool is the common denominator that I see in every single one of my clients. So if you're interested in becoming an Instagram influencer or like a YouTube celebrity, we're not your agency. That's not what we do. That's not what we're in it for. We're in it to help build the platforms of, of great minds and thought leaders. And so the common denominator that I look for and that I just, I think, naturally create because we market ourselves very specifically as a, as a brand, all have a common denominator of wanting to change the world. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's the truth. They all are very mission-oriented people, whether you're an Ayurvedic doctor wanting to sort of bridge the gaps of Western and Eastern medicine to help people become their own healers or you're a technologist working on transportation and you want to improve globalization around helping people get from A to B that that can't in underserved parts of the world. Like these are my clients and they just need a microphone. They need a bigger microphone to spread their mission. And so that's really what I look for. And it's, it's honestly what I naturally attract because, you know, we're very, very, very unapologetic about our spiritual, you know, edge and I really put myself out there as a, you know, face and founder of Simply Be as someone that does a ton of work on herself and is on the journey. I often say that your business and career will only grow to the extent of which you grow as a person. And that is one of the truest things I could say. And it's it's really such an inside job to do, I think, any anything worth doing. And when you orient to something bigger yourself and you put that out there, you magnetize people who are at that same frequency and level. And so that's really the core of what I, what I try and teach my clients. And it, you know, it's a bit of strategy and science. It's a bit of art and messaging, but at the end of the day, I think it's a lot to do with, with energetics um, and feeling. And that's really how we grow. I'm so excited to dive into this. Let's talk more about it. Um, I'm very spiritual as well. I would love I would love to hear your kind of top philosophies around using energetics, using some people like to say the law of attraction or using just that manifestation energy to create what you want in your life. And you know, I was just checking out your Instagram before we get got started and I love how you're posting all these quotes like, you know, everything in life is vibration. You know, all these kind of things that people read and then they don't really understand and then they read into and they're like, oh, you know, like, wow, you know, this, everything is affected by my energy. Um, I would love to hear your main kind of philosophies around, I guess mm-hmm. the word is spirituality or just, um, just creating your dream life through becoming. Yes. Yes. I love this. So everything is energy. In fact, spirituality is science that most of the world hasn't caught up with, caught up with yet. 
And if we really think about it, and I'm not a scientist and I'm not an expert on uh, on spirituality, I just know what I know and have been following my own unique divine path. But everything is energy. We are vibrating at different frequencies. So the computer that I'm talking to you on is a frequency and the table that it's sitting on has got its own frequency. And you and I are talking remotely, but there is a frequency between us energetically, not just on this Zoom rec- or this uh, Zengaster recording, but in our in our energetic bodies. And so if you look at everything through this lens of you know, frequency, well, the way that in which we can control our own frequency, because we do have control over our own frequency, it begins in our minds. It begins with our thoughts. I often say you have control over nothing in this world except your own thoughts. You can't control your mom. You can't control the weather. You can't control politics. You can't control a pandemic. You can only control the way in which you respond to all of it. And that begins in your head and your head creates, you know, an, an emotional imprint, your feelings, and then your feelings have energy. And that's how you begin to literally physically vibrate at a set frequency that again, you get to choose in your mind. And one of the things that I, I mean, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole here, but um, I've had some pretty cosmic experiences in my life. And whether that was with plant medicines or that was with just, a, you know, shamans or my own meditations or healings with, you know, all sorts of different he- healing artists um, and professionals, this is where I, I can get really, really woo-woo. But, um, you know, we live in an ever-expansing infinite universe. That is not, again, spirituality. That is science. Um, Planet Earth is not the only life force in the universe. In fact, there are billions and billions and billions of planets that have life on it. And we have chosen to come here and on Earth, which is school. Our souls knew we had an assignment and we came here to evolve our souls. And I believe, you know, if you're listening to Mimi's podcast and you're resonating with my work, you're of the light, you know, you're a light worker and you're here to elevate the planet out of, you know, darkness, which there's quite a bit here on planet earth. Um, It's one of the few, at least planets that I understand that have duality, light and dark, and it's what makes it school. And we are here to go as deep within our own soul's journey in this vessel that is you and this body called Mimi, this body called Jessica for this microcosm of time, you know, like 80, 90, maybe more for lucky years in the infinite time and space of, you know, trillions of years. It's really, again, a rabbit hole, but this is um, what really has empowered me, right? Like I get one life, I get one moment at a time. I get to wake up every day and life is stressful and can be challenging. But if I choose to bring love and light to any situation, that that frequency, that energy actually can con- completely impact the results around me. And I once I really tapped into that and I fully understood that, which again was a few years ago, and I've been on this spiritual journey for a while, but I've gone deeper and deeper and deeper into it. I've just been able to, I wouldn't say control my reality, but harness my energy to manifest more of what I what I want, what my heart desires. And I, I know that was a very long, deep bird walk, but I guess the net net is is just, it's all a choice. You get to decide. You are in far more control than you realize. And it just starts with tuning in. 
And it's, mm-hmm. it sounds simple, but it's really how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how you said that. It sounds simple. And it, you know, it is simple and we like to complicate it when we start doing the work. I don't know how far along in this journey you are. I'm probably a couple years in really just the past year. It's been um, a, more than ever. So I'm very new in this whole kind of space. Um, not to mention that, you know, I've been meditating for a bit, a bit longer than that, but the whole spiritual thing is is still quite new to me. So, um, you know, still trying to discover what I believe in, what has truly resonated with me. And I honestly believe that the best proof is testimonials. Um, you know, that's the best way to prove things. It's like, okay, does manifestation work? Does aligning your energy with what you want actually create what you want? And like, I feel like my whole life has been this, this proof every moment in my life where I haven't been aligned, bad things Mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. And every moment that I have been aligned, really good, unexpected things happen. And it's like effortless. So I would love to hear if you have any personal stories on how this work has influenced your life, good, bad, whatever it is. Um, I would love to hear some of that. Oh my gosh, I love that you went there. So you, you use the word aligned, all right? Let's talk about this experience of alignment. And really, you know, when life feels hard and you aren't, you know, on the majority of the time, just simply don't feel good, you know, look around your life circumstances and chances are you're quote unquote out of alignment, right? With your purpose, with your um, why, you know, with your joy, with your true nature. And, or you could have just outgrown a part of yourself or a chapter in your life that you're still technically in. And it's just time for a new chapter. And and yet you haven't consciously decided that, but your body and your intuition and your energy can feel it. Right. And so I've had lots of those series where I'm like, I've, I've just grown out of alignment. And one of them was the biggest, one of the biggest moments of that sort of inflection point was when I left Cheeky, my first business, again, running it for seven years. I was the Cheeky girl. Everyone knew me as Cheeky Jessica. Literally, that was what they called me. And I, uh, I was super tied to that as an identity. I mean, if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur, you know that your business isn't a separate thing from you. It is you. It's a piece of you. So saying that you don't want to do your business anymore is like when it's when it's thriving kind of, you, you know, it's like cutting off your own arm. And yet I was out of alignment. And the reason why I knew that was because I was constantly getting sick physically. I was suffering from severe anxiety attacks. I was definitely suffering from depression. I wasn't treating my body well. I was drinking a lot of alcohol. I was eating like crap. I was just like always stressed out. I felt like toxic feelings towards the people I was working with. I mean, it was a mess. It was the opposite of flow and positivity and light and love, right? It was it was opposite of that. And I actually had a surgery on my sinuses because I kept getting chronic sinusitis from all this stress and all this buildup of poorly treating my body, et cetera, that I, that I had to go into surgery and was forced to rest because I was recovering from a a surgery where they literally sliced my face open and I had to heal. And it was during those silent weeks where I had to sit and simply be that I heard the call of my inner voice. And I write about this in my book and I, I got downloads that it was time for me to shift 
and to get into alignment with the next level of myself, the next evolution of myself. And was that a difficult decision? Yes. Even though I knew it was right and I was clear that that was where I needed to go, that was how I was going to get into alignment. It took me about a year and a half to walk away, right? I continued sort of, you know, deliberating if this was really what I needed to do. And finally I did it. And then I stepped forward into now, you know, simply be in this next professional chapter. And I really did a lot of inner work. I hired some support coaches and therapists and went to lots of retreats and like really went on the path. And I still am. But at that moment, I was really just searching and was able to look at myself in a brand new light. And that doesn't mean like, oh, I'm I'm just this amazing person that's been waiting to to blossom. It was like, no, Jessica, let's look at all of the shadow. Let's take radical radical accountability for how you've been showing up lately and where you need to work and focus on like choosing a better way. And so doing all of that work then allowed me to move forward into alignment. And you know, since that time, I mean, it definitely has not been a straight path. It's been somewhat of a roller coaster, but man, I'm aligned and I feel you know, so much, so much purpose and connection to my truth. And that's when I got the book deal. And that's when I grew the business and, you know, expanded my reach and grew the team. And not that it's all about the professional accolades. I've never been more clear in my own, you know, emotional well-being that I'm aligned. And that is most important. And so I've had many micro moments of feeling out of alignment and stepping into alignment, but I would say that's one of the most significant ones of my my life. Mm-hmm. Beautifully said. So everyone listening right now is probably thinking, oh, that sounds great. You know, maybe I've experienced that a little bit. This is a cool conversation, but what are some actionable tips? What are mm-hmm. some daily habits that I can take on and integrate into my life to feel more aligned. Maybe they don't necessarily need to be super spiritual at first or whatever it is. Just what are some tips that you might have for someone listening that is just kind of getting started in this whole personal development space and they want to feel aligned. They want to feel clear-minded and positive and high vibrational and just good in their lives and happy. I have my kind of go-to daily habits and routines. And if you want, I can tell you later, but I would love to hear yours. So what are some non-negotiables or things that you do daily to keep you in check, to keep you aligned? Such a great question. So, I mean, every, everyone's different. So I'm going to share what mine, mine are. So, you know, take it or leave it and make it your own. Um, one of the most significant things that I, that I actually did was cut out alcohol um, I don't drink. I haven't drank in like, a f- like, I don't know, two years. I will say that I'm sober curious, quote unquote, meaning I'll have a cocktail, you know, or a glass of champagne, you know, when I got my book deal, like the, the, you know, my husband and I went out to dinner to celebrate and the waiter came by and was like, you know, brought some champagne. We're like, okay, we're going to drink this. We're going to toast. But just being very conscious with alcohol in um, general has been transformational. I've been got, I've been able to just achieve so much clarity and energy. It's really helped with my vibration. Um, so that that's a significant uh, way in which I, I stay aligned. I meditate, um, you know, and I've made meditation my own. Like there's a lot of different forms and styles and guided, guided af- affirmation, meditation, music, et cetera, et cetera. For me, 
I simply just sit still and listen to music. I, I talk out loud to my angels. Um, I've created an altar in my, in my home office that is so sacred. It's sort of my safe space. And I, um, come to it often. And I have pictures of my ancestors, my grandparents, some of my loved ones that have deceased in the last, you know, 10 years, I have pictures of them. And so, uh, and you know, crystals and candles and all the things you'd expect in an altar, but everything has significance on my altar. And I literally feel like I connect. I do connect when I sit there with the divine. And so I make a point of going to my altar almost every day. I journal. Journaling is a huge, huge tool. I find it incredibly cathartic, healing, you know, a way in which to process my own feelings and my own darkness, if you will. And, you know, I, I work with coaches and therapists and astrologers, and I, I have that kind of whole suite of, of, support staff, if you will. Um, so I definitely recommend that, but that can be an investment for people. And I find that journaling is really your own best way of processing without having to pay someone. You can just get out a pen and paper. So I really highly recommend that. Um, if you can get into nature, I mean, I live in a big city, I live in Chicago, so it's hard for me. But if I, you know, yesterday actually, or a couple of days ago, it was a snowstorm in Chicago. It was a blizzard on a blizzard on Sunday and I decided to go for a walk in it. And I felt so in my heart. I felt so connected to mother earth. I felt so like inside of the season and, you know, it was just a walk in my neighborhood while the snow was still fresh and white. I mean, I'm talking like 10 inches of snow. It's incredible. And so whether you live in a big city or you live close to a beach, like if you know, you probably get out into nature anyway, if you live close to a beach, but try and, you know, feel your feet on the ground or connect with trees or, you know, look at the flowers, like be present animals, like be present to mother earth. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but it really is how we recalibrate. Um, it's such a, an energizing sort of balancing practice nature. It's really our, our most natural state is in nature. So definitely getting it to nature and overall doing doing my best to treat my body as healthy as i can i mentioned cutting out alcohol but overall i don't eat you know crap i i stay away from sugar and dairy my one biggest um vice however is coffee <laughs> i cannot give up coffee i'm a total caffeine addict so you know no one is no one is perfect but i um and i'm not saying i have a perfect diet i think it's like 80 20 on a on a good week if i'm being really honest it's like 70, 30, 65, 35, but I just try and make good choices, eat intuitively and, um, keep my body clean so that my vibration can be clean as well. So those are my practices. Wow. You know, I think we're so similar. I I also, (laughs) I really do. You know, everyone listening, I don't, I didn't know Jessica before this interview, really. I checked her out very briefly. I don't know a lot of my podcast guests before they come on. And I kind of like that because I get to yeah. know you and and in front of everyone. So I really think we're so similar. And and just to touch on some of your points, the no alcohol thing, I do as well. And yeah. it's changed the game, changed the game. Um, so I resonate with that completely. I'm kind of on the same page with you. Very sober, curious. Don't want to put a label on it, but like maybe once in a while, a sip of wine here or there, but um, not not often whatsoever. I can't remember the last time I had a drink, but um, yeah, that's a very easy way to kind of stay in that state and not even just about vibration, more even just about 
like who you are the next day. I don't know. Yes, totally. Right. Oh my God. When you stop drinking, it becomes like a superpower. Like it compounds the more time that goes by you wake up in the morning, you, you don't feel down. I mean, alcohol is depressant, right? So it doesn't just affect your mind and your energy. It affects your moods. And when you remove it, you're really operating at like an optimal capacity. And when I like cut it out, I was like, oh my God, I've been, I've been walking through life for the last, I don't know, 10 years, (laughs) like, like a zombie. And now I'm so wide awake in the mornings and yeah, it's such an empowering Mm -hmm. choice. And you, you have to do it when you're ready. And, you know, people, it's so funny. Like when I, when I go out to eat and like everyone orders a glass of wine and I don't, people think it's weird. And, you know, like, no, I'm not pregnant. No, I'm not an alcoholic. I just don't drink. And yet no one questions people who drink all the time. It's mm-hmm. a very strange world in which we live in. Yeah, it's it's it odd really to, to not drink when it, I think it's odder to drink six nights yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. It's, it's such a habit for so many. And, and people wonder why they are feeling exhausted the next day. They're feeling unmotivated, lazy, you know, hard to feel disciplined when it comes to eating healthy, all this stuff. And it's, it's a cultural thing, drinking a lot and it just numbs you out. And I, I'm going to trigger some people here, but <laughs> I use the word average in a negative way and not to make anyone feel bad about themselves. I just don't. I think average in today's society is a negative thing because of the average uh, human out there. We're unhappy, overweight, you know, uh, just drinking and eating like shit and, and all that stuff. So I feel like a competitive advantage against the rest of the world when I don't drink because I feel like I'm doing things that are not average. Um, that take a little bit of extra discipline. And, you know, even just one decision makes you feel just better about yourself and your life and, and clear minded and and gives you that, that, that feeling of not needing to follow the crowd. Cause I think I kept drinking for so long until I stopped because of my environment of, because of the people I was around and being worried I'd get judged and social pressure is it's tough. I mean, you are preaching preachings of the choir girl. And I love that you just lay that all out there for your listeners to hear. I mean, there is, there is no judgment here, right? But I I think that it's an important conversation to have out loud to really show people what's possible and to be the example of another way that can actually be more intoxicating, to be frank, to be more high on life when you are clear in mind and body and spirit. You are so conscious and vibrant to the world around you, and you actually can have more fun and more energy and more spirit in achieving the things that you think that alcohol is going to give you, right? And it's definitely an edge. Like It's going to be uncomfortable, I think, if you're really used to socializing with alcohol or you use it as a a crutch at the end of the day because you've had a stressful one. I mean, no judgment. This was – that was me for – most of my life up until about two years ago. And then once you get through that discomfort, when you let yourself, I would say, give yourself like a good two weeks. And then you kind of hit this, like you, you pass through some sort of hump and you are on the other side and you're like, I feel so good that I don't want alcohol. Like 
that would take away from this feeling. And that feeling is, like I said, so, so, so addicting, <laughs> like to have that level of clarity and energy and joy. So yeah. I love what you're saying. And I, and I, I think it's such an important conversation that we're having. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's empowering uh, to just have a decision and stick to it. And it really shows you the kind of people that you want to hang out with anyways, right? And I guess because of the time that we're living in right now, it's people are faced a bit less with social situations where we might be going out and drinking. But yeah, um, yeah you know, I think it, it's it's great to just discover yourself as well during this time. I have so many friends that that I speak to and we talk about how much this time has just helped us grow and spend a lot of time alone and just learn more about ourselves, what we really want, connect back with with nature. And yeah, it's really beautiful. I want to ask you something else. I forget what it was. Oh, do you meditate often? I do. I meditate, I would say a couple times a week. Yeah. Gosh, you got to try my meditations. I'll give you a subscription to Mimi Method. It's my membership like meditation platform. I really want to see what you think of them because I feel like they're so up your alley. I would love to. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I think you'll love them. So there are so many different types, but very aligned with what you're kind of just talking about helps literally raise your vibration. Um, I get people to visualize like their future self and actually become her on like an energetic level. And they're very active meditations too. I have many different types, like walking ones, Pilates ones, sitting ones, all this stuff. So I got to send you a membership. Amazing. Amazing. I would love that. I would love that. I mean, first of all, I'd love to support your work, but that sounds right up right up my alley too. I mean, visualization is like a super, super powerful tool in the, in the spiritual to- toolkit as well. So I love that you brought that in. Yeah, absolutely. So Jessica, where can everyone find you if they want to connect further and where can they buy your new book? I think, so we're releasing this uh, on the 16th. Um, when is the book going to be available? On the 16th of February. Oh, so today. Guys, Thank today you. is the day. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for releasing it on my, my publishing date. That's a that's a big moment. And I love I love you for that. I appreciate your support, girl. Um so so people can find me. I'm at Jessica Zweig on Instagram. You can go to jessicazweig.com. You can learn more about my business, simplybeagency.com. And then my book. Be a no bullshit guide to increasing your self worth and net worth by simply being yourself. Can be bought on Amazon. It can be bought on Barnes and Noble, Target. Support your local bookstore if you've got one. But you know, my book is really, you know, I, I teach my personal branding method in it, which is a very unique approach to marketing and branding. But it's really more than a branding book. It's it's an empowerment manifesto. It's a permission slip to simply be who you were born to be and really reminding you that it's your job to be who you are. You, you've been assigned this life and you have to share your message and your story to, to help the world on top of driving your, your own goals forward. And it's sort of woven in with my own memoir and kind of takes you through my experience on that awakening as well. So thank you for letting me plug my book. I, I, I really appreciate it. Mimi. Oh my gosh, of course. I can't wait to read it. That's super, super exciting. And yeah, where can people find you on, on Instagram, socials? Did you already mention that? Yeah, J- Jessica's Wag is the best okay, on okay. IG, but I'm on Clubhouse now. I'm on um, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm, I'm on all the big ones. You can come find me anywhere, really. 
Okay, wait, really quickly before we finish. I just uploaded Clubhouse and I signed in. Is it going to be the next big thing in 2021? What are what's your view, your professional view on Clubhouse? 1000%. It's going to be no the next. No way. Oh yeah. Get on it mm-hmm. now and and um start creating conversations, grow grow your following. Um, not that it's even about what I love about Clubhouse is that it's not about vanity metrics. It's about authenticity, real conversations, real connections. I've I have not seen this level of true impact in my business and my life than I have in club, like than I have on any other social channel in Clubhouse in just the past few weeks. And it's in beta. Like there's only over a million or so people on it, and which is not a lot of people when you think about Instagram being a billion. And so it's a drop in the bucket. Now is the time. Get on it, engage, um, join rooms, create rooms, listen, speak, like put yourself out there on it and you will be amazed in fact on what what starts to happen for you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So for everyone listening that doesn't know what it is, I we, I know like I feel like you know a lot about this. Like give us a little rundown and um and like how how do you get on it? Apparently you need to be invited. My friend invited me. How do you what is yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. So find someone who's on Clubhouse and ask them to give you one of their invites. So when you join, you get to invite like five people. And the more active you are on it, the more invites they give you. And so it's kind of private invite only, right? And um it's it's blowing up in like the beginning of 2021. It's been around for about a year. It was started by tech investors in Silicon Valley as a place to kind of just network amongst themselves. Very high profile people started it and kind of were the first people on it. Then it kind of opened up to, I think, like the music industry and people stream like music on it. And and now all of these entrepreneurs and and all sorts of people are on it. And essentially what it is, is it's it's drop-in audio. So there are multiple clubs across every industry, every topic. I mean, you could go in there and be like, I want to search for um, astrology and the new moon in Capricorn this week. And like, there'll be a room about it. Um, You could go in and be like real estate investing for people in their twenties. I sat in, in a room about interracial marriage. Like it's so fascinating. And essentially you drop in, you listen, and then each room has a panel. It's almost like going to a real life event where you'd sit in the audience and you'd watch a panel of speakers and there are moderators and there are panelists. And you can raise your hand from the audience to join the panel and be a speaker. And many rooms just allow anyone to do that. Now, there are certain rooms that don't, but nonetheless, those are typically the bigger rooms. Rooms range from six people to 3,000 people and kind of anywhere in between. I have found that rooms under 200 to 150, 20 are like the richest rooms where you can really learn and network and get asked to speak. I've been uh, many, I've hosted a, a handful of my own rooms. I've moderated a ton of rooms and I've met amazing people. And basically these conversations, because think about it, you can spend hours, and I do, and I know you do, perfecting the, the perfect Instagram cap post. It, it'll take me two hours to get the right photo, filter, caption, hashtags, like all this time and energy goes into just creating one piece of content. Well, in Clubhouse, you don't need to do that. You just, you just drop in and start talking in real time. And you really can't manufacture that. You can't fake that. So the level of authenticity in there and the true human to human interaction in there is unlike anything I've ever experienced on social media. And so I just nerded out. <laughs> Everybody go and check it out, but it's 
it's a it's a thing, and I I really um I really believe in where it's going, and I think now is the time to be an early adopter and and definitely get yourself on there. I'm literally on it right now, and I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going to create uh whatever it's called a room or whatever it is, and I'm going to do stuff because it's <laughs> it sounds cool. I just looked at someone I I know, and he has like a million followers on it. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's like one of those apps you you'll get into it and you'll be like wait what like what is this thing it, the user experience is kind of it's in a beta form so you're you're like i don't really get how this functions but spend a few minutes actually just navigating jumping around and playing with its like tools and like click you know tabs and you'll get it and like this this was me i i basically had it on my phone i heard people talking about it i was like whatever and then one day I went deep into it and it clicked and I was like, oh my God, I get this. And it's, it's really worth, it's worth going deep on for sure. Amazing. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. And I absolutely loved connecting and thank you so much for coming on my show. You're absolutely a, a delight and a light. And it was my, my honor, Mimi. Thank you for having me.